Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? It's the man with the plan, Burt McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the King of Hearts, and you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? How you living? How you been? Thank you for tuning in to another live recording. If this is your first time tuning in or listening, we do these Twitter spaces, or we try to do Twitter spaces once a week, um, every Wednesday. And uh, today we are recording live on Twitter spaces. We have a guest speaker coming by talking about a project. If you're a coffee lover, you're definitely going to want to be interested in this. I'm a big coffee lover. I try. I'm probably addicted the coffee i drink coffee in the morning in the afternoon sometimes even start a fresh pot at night like 11 o'clock i don't know why i'm probably crazy but um i really like the fact that there are people thinking of ways to involve coffee and using blockchain technology and actually starting projects in the web3 space so when i saw this uh, it really caught my attention so today's guest speaker is going to share some information about herself as well as a project that she created um guest speaker can you please Please introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about who you are and what you're working on. Hello, everybody. I am Bubble Queen. I am, I, I will say I'm a mother of two and my family's in the space. I have my project Bubble Squad NFT, which it involves coffee because I love coffee. Been drinking it since five years old. I am in New Jersey. I live there and my nationality, I'm Puerto Rican. Nice Boricua house. What part of Puerto Rico? Uh, San Sebastián. Nice. Amutuado. <laughs> nice. See? I think that's where you got the coffee thing from because I drink coffee all day long. Yeah, I think I, I think that's what it is. I think it's it's something in the water over there, or maybe they they just put it in the bottle since we're little or something, and then freaking uh, over here. I've been addicted to uh, in New York and Long Island where I where I'm at. I'm always drinking uh, Bustelo, so that's that's my go-to. Oh, Bustelo is good. I would say that. <laughs> so, uh, what got you into thinking of doing something in the Web3 space? Like, what was your first introduction to either NFTs or to blockchain or to crypto? Like, what was your first, like, experience or, or foot that you got to actually learn about NFTs or Web3 or anything to make you want to actually create something in that space? Oh, man. Um, when I got to NFTs, my husband gifted me a an NFT that became a rug. And I was so upset. And at that time, I came out of a hospital and I couldn't see or like do certain things because of health issues. And I, I was really upset. And one of the ladies from the project that got rugged, she DM'd me and she's like, hey, can you do some art for me? And I was like, sure, why not? And I did a couple art for her birthday and the community for that rug project decided to say, you know what, screw it. We're going to make this our own thing. They picked up the project. Um, they chose a couple of artists and I was one of them because the lady submitted my art. And for me, I took it as a mental health um, getting going, like just to get better and just distract myself. And out of that, it became a successful project at the time and still is the community is still amazing 
Um, and that's how I started the whole journey. Um, after doing the art, which it was for free and the mint out was for free for the community, I decided to open Twitter. And that got me to a wonderful woman. And she is right now one of the, um, I think it's like one of the members of Bode Yacht Club. Um, but yeah, that's that's what got me to do everything. I made a post and I was like, I need to try every coffee in the world because I love coffee. And that led uh, tag to Board Breakfast Club, which they also are doing the whole thing. You buy their NFT and you get a coffee bean bag. And then from secondary sales, they take a percentage for the coffee bag which will give you another coffee bag once it's completely full. So I decided to contact them and I was like, hey, um, I know this is random. I was in the community talking about coffee. I wanted to do a collab with you guys, but I know you guys are busy. Can I come up with my own project? I have art that I remember people buy. And they were like, oh my God, yes, go for it. And I was like, oh my God, you guys are amazing. But that's how I came up with everything. I really like that. I like the fact that um, you basically wanted to do something to get you out of a funk and keep you busy. And and a lot of people, they they tend to not notice or they they feel like it's 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 like with the whole rugging thing. It's I feel like it's something that has to happen. I feel like if it has if it doesn't happen in the in the beginning of you investing into NFTs. It's going to happen at some point. I feel like that's the one, whether you learn from someone else's experience or whether you see it coming, like whether you're lucky enough to get out of the project before it really gets to a point where you can't get back what you put into it or it doesn't meet your expectations or it starts turning into something you don't think you didn't think it was going to be. I, I feel like it, that happens with everybody, whether it's something that they're really involved in, something that they invested in, something that they really care about, um, even when it comes to influencers and content creators and and artists and and uh movie stars like i feel like we all tend to get that thing where we realize not everything is as good as it seems or it comes off but i feel like that's something that's necessary for us to learn from not only to better understand how things are because let's be honest not everybody in the world is out there really trying to do something positive there are some people who have you know bad intentions which is it's sad to say but um you know us as good people we we take other people's word you know we try to look at what they're doing and and go by their their actions you know and we start believing in what they're saying and we start actually wanting to support it because it's something i feel like what a lot of people do with these projects and it's kind of like a good thing and a bad thing is like they sell all these hopes and dreams and stuff because it's it's the expectation they have but it's it goes to show also that they really don't have the experience of starting something because they should know that when it comes to creating content, you can do all that because it's content that's different. If someone clicks on something and it's clickbait, it's cool. But when it comes to you creating a project and people really investing their hard earned money or their time or their effort and they depend on the community, let's say, because they're really supportive. Let's say you didn't even put money in a project, but you're really supportive of that community because they give you hope or they encourage you to keep going and then you find out that all of it was just fake or all of it were bots or all of it was a scam just to hype you up to it hurts and it sucks because then it makes you question the next thing 
and it hurts the whole community of the web3 space and the blockchain and all these nft projects because then when a real project that is really trying to do something comes along you don't even want to give them the time of day because of your experience which is why i do podcasts like this because i think it's important for people to actually talk and show like listen i started from here this is what inspired me to get into it which i feel is like a big thing that people should pay attention to what inspired them to start the project what what is it that's making them give so much time of their day or their life or their money or their effort into putting it into something that they just made up themselves you know why should anybody else care and i feel like that's important so you saying that you know a project that first got you into the nft space was a project that got rugged and you're still in it to the point where you made your own project like that's to me that's a big deal because it goes to show that you didn't let that discourage you or turn you off from what was actually possible with the web3 space with blockchain technology with building a community in that area you know so i i actually think that that's a really really bold move that's brave but it's also really smart on your end as well Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I feel like when you when you view NFTs, some people are just like, I'm rugged. I give up. I lost money. Um, when I got into NFTs, I'm going to be a little personal on this. We had nothing. I came out of a hospital and had nothing. I couldn't even have my kids in my house because of health issues. They were at their grandma. We ran out of money. We didn't have, you know, for light. My husband started working even though I couldn't see and stuff. And he would take breaks to come home and take care of me for me to do my needs and stuff. And then he would go back to work. And we made a decision and said, you know what? Let's take our savings and let's just try it. I mean, we got nothing to lose, so why not? We ended up losing, but at the same time, we didn't give up and we ended up winning. Um, I don't recommend everybody to do it because if you don't have... And then, you know, at that time, my mental health wasn't in the right mindset but it's not something that it's easy to get into do your own research get into it make sure you completely get into the community talk to the person and stuff like that and you like you said you, you sell dreams and stuff like that and sometimes it doesn't happen I, it happened to me i got into another project that they needed help with art and i am one person that just like my heart is just like okay don't worry i hope you and then I get, I get the bad side of it. But at the same time, there's good people and the, there's amazing people in the space. And on that project, the guy decided to say, you know what? Um, don't worry, we'll take care of you after the project went out. And then they decided to say, uh, screw it. We're taking everything we're going. So I was like, it's totally fine. You know what? I helped the community out. And we did. We helped the community out. And I didn't give up because I have this thing as saying, if you give up, you never go far in life. And that's what I did with Bubble Squad. I I didn't want to start it because I was scared that I would overpromise and underdeliver. So instead of doing that, I decided, okay, to make this real for myself, I'm gonna put myself in uncomfortable situations and I'm gonna go for it. So that's what I did. I decided to first go to a Hispanic Latino event called Sazon. They reached out to me and I just like I was like, oh, I don't wanna go. I was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. I register an LLC. I look for roasters. I did everything in the back before opening my Twitter for Bubble Squad. I was like, first I have to be real to myself 
before I presented to people. I had a huge roadmap, like most projects. I was like, I want to do this and that. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What if it cannot happen? Let me just do what I can do right now that I promised myself that I could do. And then add on as I go, because I cannot promise and under deliver. See, and I actually like that you took that and you thought that through because it's like a lot of people, they just look at it like, okay, I have the time, I have the money, I have a big following on social media, let me just put together a team and just put some stuff out there. But they really don't know exactly what they're doing. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking that approach. But at the same time, people learn the hard way that just because you try to copy and paste what you see and you just okay like all we need is a, a good name a good idea we know that if we get this much money we're able to do this and then so we're gonna tell them once we reach this money we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do that but they don't take into account the little things that might pop up during the the whole journey to get to that point or how the market could change or how the uh, uh, attention can shift from one thing to another so then they're like oh but i already planned it out and i so the fact that you actually took all that into account and you basically started the the more serious things to actually show that you were taking this serious and that you wanted to actually go all in on it and you got an llc and you did like you did all the steps that people normally do after the fact and you did it before because like a lot of people what they normally do is they'll open an account they'll start something they'll start a website and they start pitching out these ideas and they start trying to build a following meanwhile they don't have anything legitimate like to be like all right i actually own this which is okay again it's like it, everyone starts something somehow but then they don't take into the account that when they are ready to do that the name is already taken or the the logo design they have is probably similar to someone else's so they get hit with copyright or their idea is an idea that's copyrighted somewhere somehow like they don't it's it sounds dumb but it's not until you start getting to those those hurdles or those points that these things just start coming out of the blue and it's not because everyone's out to get you is that everyone's trying to get paid and everyone does things in certain ways to that no matter what they cover their own ass and that when the, the situation happens they have to do things in a legal way and normally it's not because people and, and I, i'm talking a lot about this just for people who are listening just to to give them some information it's not to say that no one knows or that you don't know this but um uh, it comes to the point that when you have these situations come up and people try to be like oh and or they send you a cease and desist or they try to sue you for this it's not because they're actually being malicious or they're messed up sometimes it could be that but other times it's either they're trying to get their portion of whatever it is they're owed but more than that it's it's a name it's a brand it's a company you don't know being that you didn't do the research and you didn't know that that could potentially happen you don't know the amount of effort and time and money that people put building that brand from nothing so then when you have another similar brand come up you wouldn't like someone else who has your name or your logo or your likeness doing something totally different than what you're actually promoting you know so people have to take those steps in order to make sure that they're they're safe you know that no one's out there making a fool of their name of their brand or what they're trying to build and basically ruining something or destroying something before it even gets started so i actually like that you do that you know i think that that's a big thing that people should pay attention to when they're looking into projects that they want to either invest in or help support or you know join the communities to is things like that you know i feel like a lot of people don't know that side of the creators and the 
the owners of companies and things like that. So I feel like it's important that you share that, you know, that that you actually went in and did the research of what you had to do that, you know, there's a lot of people that hear LLC and they don't even know what the hell that means yet. You know, other people don't understand why you need an LLC. They're like, oh, I was I had the Twitter name or the Instagram name since Instagram started. That's that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you would think like, oh, you're safe. No, not really. You know, so it's like you learn the hard way. And that's why when I do these things, it's good when people share it because I feel like people who are listening or people who later on down the line when your coffee's everywhere all over the world or they're like making it on, on freaking, it's like a special drink that they make once a month at Starbucks or something like that. You get what I'm saying? Like people will be able to look up and see that, okay, when she first started, this is what she did. You know, I can learn from this. I know the reason she did it was to avoid this or it helped her and she benefited because of this, you know. So I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of people normally don't say that. They like to make it seem like they had everything perfect since the beginning. And it's like, yeah, I had no issue. I just started and it just blew up and there we go. I'm famous or I have money and it's just amazing now, you know. So it's good that you say those little details and everything. Um, you also mentioned that you have a family and everything. How do you feel your family took it? Are they all like, is your husband and your kids or it does and your friends, your family is, are all of them aware of, you know, NFTs and crypto and the blockchain and web three, or are you like the only one in your circle, you know, cause it's me. And that's a, a thing that I have a hard time with whenever I try to introduce like my friends who are around me, like in real life to this. They all like, ah, oh, it's a scam. Like they don't even hear anything. They just hear Bitcoin and fake money and it's not real because they can't touch it. So they don't even care. But like people online is different. Like I, my online friends and online community is a totally different vibe than what I have in my real life circle. So is that the same with you? Um, no, <laughs> I have my daughter, which on Twitter, her name is Bubba Munchkin. She just turned 13. She has done projects like little one of ones that she has used 100% of the everything she collected from the project and she has donated to, the first time was Thanksgiving dinner for homeless people. Second time was um, clothing and also breakfast for, um, I think it's like, it's like homeless people, but not really, they come out of jail and they don't have a place to go or anywhere. So end up in the street and they pick them up and try to help them out. So she did that. And then the third time she donated was for six children that were homeless and they didn't have school clothing or backpacks. I won't say that 100% of the donations that we made were from the project because even though we took 100%, I still had to add um, because, you know, I wanted her to feel like she did a difference, which she did. She completely did. She does this out of her heart and everything is what she chose to do. Um, I also have my husband. He's a 3D artist for um, a company that he got hired from in the Web3 space, which is amazing. It was like an opportunity that opened up for us. Um, and family-wise, I'm the only one in my family. I don't really have friends um, IRL. I am very antisocial and have social anxiety. So it's really hard for me to keep a conversation with people. Um my boss, I, I do work on a restaurant from time to time. Right now I'm having issues with my legs, so I'm at home, but I still keep up with the restaurant. He does approve of NFTs and he does support the whole NFT movement. He has supported me through everything. He's my husband's 
uncle in a way um so he even put the bubble squad um like a a frame at the wall and the restaurant he uses the coffee as well as support so that is something that is amazing that's a big thing that's that's amazing to hear as far as the amount of people that one who you know in real life that are around you that actually know about the space and two that actually support you in it um because it's like i mentioned like the people i know around me aren't really they don't know about the space like like that so when i mention it to them it's like ah oh, you're wasting your time it's temporary it's just a thing or it makes no sense there's no point like so it's it's one of those things that it's either you understand it or you don't um and I, I never push it on nobody but when i do bring it up to certain people and they're open-minded enough to to sit and listen and try to understand it or see the possibilities in it instead of just brushing it off because they they really don't know enough um or or gave it a chance you know to really try to understand because people just look at it like oh it's it's a digital thing when it's a lot more to it if you really give it the time you see the possibilities in it and not even just the possibilities but the fact of how the amount of control that a person such as yourself or such as myself who don't have such a big uh, uh capital or or you know reach or or you know support system or whatever it is that you would like to look at it like you could literally just start it from nothing and be able to really control or know what's going where who has what when did happen why it happened and you can like really study stuff it's like having your own personal analytics in a way where you can look at okay like the market was like this at this time or when i was doing an ad or whatever like you can know and you're in full control you don't have to really depend on an, a secondary or third um you know website or something to get analytics or to to ask them yo can you give me the emails or or the the addresses or whatever because a lot of people don't do that um i mentioned that just because there's certain like you know sites that people just depend on and I feel like they don't really understand enough. They just look like Instagram. They just look at it like, oh, I'm just posting pictures and just watching. Where if you really understood it and you put enough time into it, yeah, not only can you know when to post things and when to get likes and comments, but you can learn exactly how to take advantage of that. No different than Facebook, no different than Twitter. And I feel like the Web3 space and blockchain is no different than an application. It's just something people need to get used to. It's, it's almost the same as like, when um debit cards came around and no one wanted to use debit cards they all just wanted to use cash and then it went from debit cards to now everyone just like waves their phone across things and it's just like automatically paying for stuff like before no one's like oh, i'm not gonna do that it's the government and they're following me. like you know now it's like everybody and their mom does that and no one carries cash no one hardly ever has their freaking debit card now they're just they always got their phone 24 7 so it's like i feel that nfts and blockchain and digital currency is going to be like that type of thing where everyone's questioning it now but everyone's going to get it and it's like once they see that it, you're gonna have a lot more people like hey remember that time you mentioned this thing you were doing with uh you know blockchain and coffee and then you're gonna be like ah oh, now you want to you know what i'm saying like it's it's always it always turns out to be one of those things but um it's not a bad thing you're just ahead of the curve you know what i'm saying and and you gotta jump on it you understood it enough you saw the opportunity not only that you're doing something that you actually care about which is what i wanted to ask you next as far as coffee 
why coffee? Like out of all things that you could have did, what is it that made you say, you know what, I want to pick coffee. Coffee's like, you could have picked any other drink. You could have did tea. You could have did freaking like chocolate milkshakes or whatever. Why is it coffee? Why not some other type of drink or just some other food or something? You know, I wanted to go with something that I was very well, not informed, because you will never learn everything fully about coffee, but something that comes from my heart. I wanted this project to be mostly me, um, things I love, things I enjoy to do. When you buy, you're supporting me, you're supporting the cost that I'm making it, right? Um, when this is going to be a little personal, I don't really say this. I usually say because I'm addicted to coffee. But if I'm going to be realistic, uh, when we were younger, we we were very, very poor in Puerto Rico. Like, we didn't really have a house. We had a one bedroom and a kitchen. And I am allergic to milk. So getting milk was very, very hard for my mom. She will actually use ship, uh, sheep milk. And she will give me that at times whenever she could. And coffee was something that was available right there at the land. So that's what I was fed. It was like my comfort. It became everything for me. And fast forward to now, it's still my comfort. When I'm stressed, I drink coffee. When I want juice, I, instead of drinking juice, I drink coffee. It's something that makes me feel safe. It's something that makes me feel happy. Is something that when I'm sad, I just sit and smell and I'm like, okay, I'm fine. You're grounded. You're, you're, you're perfect. Um, but that's from my perspective. I also looked at it from other people's perspective. And I was like, if this makes me feel this way, why, why not share it? Maybe somebody else will also feel that way. Maybe, you know, drinking it will make other people feel excited and happy and joyful. So I went with something that was close to me that made me feel a type of way and hopefully it will make others feel the same way. So yeah, that's that's something I like. You you took something that was personal and it meant something to you and you decided to to share that with everybody. That's a big thing also that I feel is important to look in any whether it's a business or a project or whatever, you know, I'm a real, um, I like supporting people who actually do things from the heart. And it sounds like, you know, you just wanted to, it's not even of like, oh, I can just make money off of coffee. And there's a certain, you know, percentage in coffee that's down right now. And if we get, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound like anything like that. It's just like, yo, coffee is good. It puts me in a good mood. It reminds me of this. And, you know, and trust me, I understand where you're coming from because it's me. And as a kid, you know, growing up, my family was wasn't you know that fortunate also and i remember very very young i would have coffee i i know i shouldn't have and you know my don't no one blame my parents but i was like addicted to coffee since i was little and what i would do is i i did yo i i use you know how you would use milk to dip cookies and shit my thing was i would use any excuse to have coffee and just dip anything i didn't care whether it was cookies whether it was bread like i just whatever it was i'm like screw, it was a snack like it's like a it's hard to explain some people probably don't understand but like when you're a kid it's like whatever but growing up it's like yo really you're like freaking nine years old with this big ass freaking cup of coffee dipping it in like crackers and like <laughs> and then you're off the walls everywhere but uh no i totally understand but um 
Yeah, I love that. What was uh, your first type of coffee that you ever had? Do you remember? Like, was it, uh, I don't even know. I can't even say I know a whole bunch of names of coffee. I'm not going to lie. But uh, do you remember what type of coffee it was? Or if it was like a coffee from Puerto Rico or... So my grandma at the time, um, I'm not close to my family, but at that time we used to live in Puerto Rico and she had a farm. She would roast her coffee every single day on this little machine. And then they had this sock. Um, it, it was pretty cheap at the time. Right now I, I look for it and it's like $20, but it used to be cheaper. And it was like, you know, it, it, we call it the sock, la media. And you would throw the coffee there and you put the pot to heat with the water and the coffee inside the sock. And that would be the coffee. There was no flavor, no caramel, no, no, none of that. So it was straight coffee. You're, you're crying. Here's a bottle of straight black coffee with a little bit of sugar. That's that's pretty much what I drink. They, I, yo, and I think I know what you're talking about, too. I'm trying to like the way you described it. I'm seeing it in my head. And I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about, but I don't want to lie and say off the head yet. So I know after this, I'm gonna have to ask my mom. Be like, Ma, did, did we have this? Like, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she watch her pull it out. Like she's gonna open the gaveta or some shit. He's gonna be like, Esto, esto <laughs> like <laughs> um, yeah, my mom holds one. My mom still holds one, and it's 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 tinted. <laughs> It's pretty black, and she does not want to get rid of it. Yeah, they, they want to keep the flavor. They they think that the, the flavor stays in it. They want to keep it. <laughs> it's like, no, sabor se va. No, I need that. <laughs> yeah, that's my mom. Oh, man. So what I wanted to ask you, Ness, as far as regarding your project, um, what is it that you would like to do moving forward like let's say your your project was to blow up overnight what would be like the first thing because i know you mentioned you had this big roadmap at first when you started that you made and everything um what would be the first thing let's say like t today or just like tomorrow miraculously out of nowhere like your thing just blew up and you got exactly what you wanted to like that you were asking for what would be the first thing that you would do with your project or with the money that you got like would you just start something new as far as giving back to the people who supported you would you start something to support other creatives um which by the way i didn't mention before and i don't want to forget but your daughter congratulations to her and what she's doing much respect i definitely need to talk to you more about that after this to see what we could do to get her on because i would love to hear more about that as well um as well as your husband and what he's working on if you can share me uh share any more information um as to checking out what he does and the things that he's created um that would be amazing to to check out also as well and for everyone who's listening to this whether you're joining us live or whether you're listening to this pre-recording on any of your audio streaming platforms or here on twitter spaces you can check out any of the links for uh her but for the bubble squad project as well as her personal bubble queen twitter account up above i've uh, shared some links to her profiles as well as her link tree which you can go and check out to go follow her on instagram as her tiktok and all her other um links as well as the website where you can order some of the coffee as well um but what I wanted to ask, uh, yes, but uh, before I get off and I start rambling on about all this other stuff, um, yes, congratulations to your daughter and to your husband for what they're doing. I think that's amazing. You guys basically have like a family that's like all 
into like this creative artistic stuff and all of you seem to be very tech savvy in the sense of knowing enough to to you know not be afraid to dive in and try new things in this space which i really love um i myself try to do that with the mother of my kids and my kids themselves uh and i try to inform them about this and show them because they're they're the future this is going to be for us right now it's questionable and it's new um but it's something that i honestly feel like is going to be like in our day-to-day -day lives um from you know receipts uh to tickets to movies or tickets to to events that we go to i feel like that's all going to be nft related somehow and and even applications are going to be taking it it's instagram instagram announced that they're going to be doing that very soon where your post you can pay to mint it and make it into an nft and they're going to have their own market so once that starts going i'm pretty sure all these other places are going to start it too from audio streaming platforms to to nft a freaking audio thing or a short video or meme um but yeah before i start going off like i said um let's get into what would you do if you just got everything you asked for as far as like your first goal you know what would be the first thing that you would do with that money or those investments and supporters uh moving forward with your project you know what? I had a talk about this with the team yesterday. Um, I would say ship out the coffee. Every every NFT that you mint from Bubble Squad, you will get a 12-ounce coffee bean bag. Um, after I do that, because that's the main, that's the utility of my project, I will be paying the team. I feel like they put a lot of time with me. They waited a long time. And that will be the second thing. The third thing, it will be donate to children charities or nonprofit. I don't usually say this because people keep confusing the utility and main assets of my project with donations. No, that comes from my heart. That's something that it, it, it hits home. I used to be homeless and a church helped us out and picked us up from the ground and gave us a home and, and everything. So for me, that's very important, but it's not the utility. The utility is the coffee. Like I said, I put a lot into into my project. I I put my heart into it. Um, not many projects do this um, because, like you said, it's about making money and all of that stuff. But I wanted something that it was different for me. I wouldn't say maybe there's another project like mine. I, I don't know because there's so many in the space. But it's something that I wanted to enjoy. I do want to host an event. I want to sit with people and drink coffee i that is something i always wanted to do i want it's crazy because i'm i'm like i said i'm i'm very i have social anxiety so i've never been into parties i've never socialized like that my first time socializing with a big group of people was when i went to nft new york and that excited me that was like you know what screw it i had a panic attack but I want to make my own event. I want to sit in a cafe and I want to just share that moment with other people. And I, you know, after all of those, I did a budgeting because I have OCD. Um, I still want to keep money in the project. It's not going to be the end of the project. I want to make a second collection to drop off and I want to do all this crazy stuff. I don't want to mention all of it because i don't know if i'll be able to make it happen right now like you said there's going to be other companies coming in like bugatti is minting in like three days or two days now they're bringing their brand into the you know to the space there's more and more companies coming in so that's going to be like i wouldn't say competition for because i find that exciting 
but it's going to be something that people that's starting now is going to be a little complicated because there's going to be the big guys coming in, you know, but that is my roadmap. And I'm hoping to have like a second roadmap and a third roadmap. And I, I don't want to give up. I want to make this into a full on business. I'm putting 5% of every single bag sale to donations as well. I want to help others just like I was helped when I was in the streets. I want to make a difference in the world, even whether small or big. I want to do that for myself and for others. I really, really, really love that. I love that your core focus is basically just giving back to, to people who it's like I said, you're sharing your experience. You're sharing what you went through. People are listening to can relate. People can learn from it. People can, you know, it's one of those things that you know how it feels. You were there. You went through it, you know, and you want to show people you understand and you know it's not easy. It's not easy, one, to ask for help. It's not easy, one, to get help or to find people willing to help, you know, and and the more of that that's out there it's me and i would love to to do something like that also at some point when i'm in in a, a position to do something to make a change you know and i understand where you don't want to put a lot of things out there you have things planned you know what you want to do but you're taking it one step at a time you know it's it's like i said in the beginning you actually took the time to think this through and take the steps of of knowing what to expect when to expect it to be patient with it but to be prepared and everything that you're saying goes to show that you're taking this seriously. It's not something that is looked at as something temporary or that doesn't have your full attention. And I love it. I, I love everything about it. You know what I mean? I, I love the fact that you're taking a you're taking a point of your life that a lot of people could really look at as a negative and you're turning it into a positive by using it as fuel to actually keep you pushing forward you know and and you're taking your ideas and you're actually making them happen a lot of people get all these ideas and then they don't start nothing and they see other people do it and then they'll be like damn like i had that idea like you can't like all right you had it everyone probably had an idea for a chair but I'm pretty sure no one decided to make the chair until the first person who made a chair. You get what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's it's things like that that I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be like, oh, like, you know, you mentioned if they, you don't know if there's an, another project that's like yours. And there, there probably might be. There's probably other podcasts like mine. There's probably other. There's probably a million things that are somewhat similar. But the thing that I feel people should really focus on isn't the similarities in them as far as like, oh, who's copying who or who was first? But it's just like I said, what's the core thing? What really made you start it? What's your inspiration behind it? What's what's making you keep wanting to push this, even though you just started? Like what makes you say, you know what? I don't care whether it's one person or a thousand people or what is it? And I feel like that's what makes the projects or these companies or these brands or whatever it is like stand apart from one another so i love hearing the fact that what keeps you wanting to make this into something bigger and better is your own experience of being in a position where you felt like you know things wouldn't get any better and you found people willing to help you and now that inspired you to be someone who was who wants to help also you know and and i feel like that's a great message to put out there it doesn't matter 
how big or small you are in the sense of what you're starting or what your idea is but you know if you want something to change it has to start with you as corny as it may sound i know people out there like oh really this guy said but it's the truth though you know what i mean because i feel like once you start something even if whether someone likes you or not it doesn't really matter but if they like what you're doing whether they do it like you know not knowing they're gonna start copying you and they're gonna start doing it and like little do you know you started this chain effect of this trickling thing that starts turning into this big thing like i'm a big fan of gary vaynerchuk because of that i've never met him for all i know he's probably not the way he is on his videos maybe he's he doesn't always have that energy maybe and it's like that's cool but the fact that he did enough to start this wave of like positivity and being supportive and i will forever be grateful for that because i've never been around any of that in real life but the fact that i found communities because of him and and got to meet people and got to know them through that because of what he started i'll forever be grateful you know what i mean i don't care i would love to meet him you know don't get me wrong i would love a picture or to meet him or anything like that but if i was to never meet him or anything it's cool that's why i support what he does because i support the message that he has out there so that's why when you say that your core thing is like yo i just want to help people i know what it's like and you can hear it you can hear it when you say it you know what i mean my i have a strong thing about faking the funk and I feel like you can tell, you know what I mean? Especially when you've been through it yourself, you can tell when someone's full of shit, you know what I mean? And and you can feel when someone's actually been through it. You can tell they 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 it speaks in their actions. It, you can hear it in their tone when they're they're expressing themselves, like, and you you see it, you know what I mean? And you can tell that you've been through stuff, but at the same time that you're not letting it defeat you, you're using it as your fuel and you're moving forward. And and I love hearing that um before we do anything moving forward is there anything that you would like to let our listeners know and share that you're working on right now for the project oh i just got trademark <laughs> i'm excited i got the go before entering the podcast i had the goal of using the tm for bubble squad and for me, that's a big goal. It's an excitement. I take everything as an excitement. But I do want to say something that you said about being the whole cheesy thing of, you know, doing, you have to change yourself in order to move forward. I, I've been through so much in life, right? And there was a point in life that I won't, you know, lie about it. I stayed locked in my house. My husband would work and it'll be like life was passing by me. But I was in that deep hole of, I was like, I won't be able to do anything with my life, right? Because you have those people around you that'll be saying those things to you and you start to believe it and you become it. And I was I was through that. I ended up in the hospital and it was like my life, my life flashed before my eyes and I saw everything that I was doing. And I was like, I don't have I don't have anything. I don't have no memories. I don't have, you know, how you supposed to have these things that you've done and accomplishment in life and I came out of the hospital and things were like what am I gonna do with myself and I started having ideas but nothing to go and then I got into NFTs and it was like I got it I know what I could do I was afraid to still go through it I was scared I won't lie I I got people that started with me and because of the whole crypto fall they kind of focused on themselves and I still did it by myself. I did the LLC by myself. I didn't I didn't have enough money to pay somebody to do it for me. So I went, I, I did YouTube research how to do it and I did it. I started 
contacting different roasters and some I didn't feel good about it or whatnot. And I changed myself for for me and, and also for my kids. I, I do this because I also want to teach my kids like, look, time can get bad. Life can keep can beat you up, but don't sit and, and wait there because then you're gonna let life pass by you. So when my kids, um, and sorry, I am a mom. I talk a lot about my kids. Um, when they get stuck in something, I'd be like, no, 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 you can't do that. Let's let's try a different way. Let's try to work it out. Let's try to figure something out. Um, but you have to change your mindset. You have to learn from others. You have to let others give you that advice and, and be there for you. You have to accept that help and change yourself. And then in hopes, you can also do the same for others. And that's how I see it. I see it like, you know what? Some some people tell me I'm too nice. I'm too, too good, too gullible. But I don't want to change that about myself because if I do, there won't be enough people like me to have others see a different side of life. And I know it's not my, my part into doing that, but it's something that I want to see others see. I want others to see that it's not always the day-to-day -day life. It's also, look at the little things that happen in between that day, you know? But yeah, you're, you're right about changing yourself and your mindset in order to make things happen. No, I, I appreciate you sharing that also because it's true. You have to change yourself. You have to change and improve yourself. You can't you can't help anybody if you can't help yourself. You know what I mean? If if you're in a bad situation yourself and that that's that's a thing that I notice a lot of people do and I'm pretty sure you've it sounds like you've experienced that as well as far as giving more to people than you would give yourself and it takes a while for you to actually learn that you have to reserve some energy for yourself. You have to give yourself some time. You have to actually, you know, it's always good to be there for other people, but it's sometimes you just, it's like one of those things where it's like you like to be liked and you don't like to be unliked. You know what I mean? And it's not that because you care about what people think, but it's, you know, that you're not a bad person. So when there's a situation that's in your mind that you're like, yo, I kind of feel this person kind of thinks I'm like this, or I don't care, or like, I don't, you want to show them that and it's not because like oh i gotta make everybody happy but it's a person that you care about or it's people you care about and you're like yo they're there for me i have to show them like yo like i it's actions speak louder than words to you but then sometimes it's not always the same way and you don't get that back in return so we always have to learn and again it's one of those things that it's not until it happens to you and through experience that you're like you know what i know better the next time than to to do this because i got taken advantage whether it's with a specific person or whether it's a similar situation with somebody different, you know what I mean? Because the same thing can happen with a friend or a family member or a person that you actually care about or you're involved with compared to something happened with like a co-worker or a business partner or, you know, people that are depending on you. If you are in lead of a project and then like they, it's like you said, like the market changes and then they no longer want to support it. And it goes to show it's like the market changing and all the attention shifting from one thing to another it's weeding out and it's letting people learn okay you actually care and it's not that they don't care but you can see that they have a different focus it's like you actually cared about the project and what can actually happen moving forward 
You just wanted to make a quick flip and some easy money. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, it's not a bad thing in either or because we understand that's the way that the space is. But now you understand, okay, now I can look out and I know that a person that's focused on this is going to act this way. And then when things start going bad, you can look back and be like, all right, I see how this person started reacting once things started going south compared to the other person and then you're like all right now i know how this person was still supportive and what they did when things started going and it's things that you just keep in your your pocket as like little tips and tricks moving forward and you learn from it so when you start seeing and you start expecting the same way that people can expect a downfall in the market and they could see it and they study the the charts and they're like oh there's been a dip so that means there's gonna be a big freaking shift and everything's going to the moon once it starts going up again like it's no different than the same thing of getting support or, or starting a project and seeing how and when people start realizing that that they can learn more from the actual experience of it instead of being like damn like i lost this much and it's not gonna work it's a learning experience if you're in it you got to be in it all the way and it, it doesn't stop like even when you get to that point that you're like you know what I think I made it and I'm and, and I'm successful. You can't even stop then because once you get there, you got to hold that position. You got to hold that expectation. You got to hold that. And that's what people don't understand. And the fact that you are thinking of all that ahead of time, you are taking those steps to build a solid foundation that when those moments do come, you're still going to be there and you're ready for it. Because one, you're not depending on someone else to try and fix it for you or make it a better thing or lie to yourself about it you're expecting it you you learning from other people you're learning from yourself because you're doing it by yourself you're not waiting it's like you said you you, it, you mentioned your kids and that's the best way to look at it because whether it's your kids or whether it's a business it's the same thing you have to treat it like a kid you know what to expect from yourself moving forward you know things aren't free you know credit is important and it's not even about credit score it's about credibility from people who are like you know what this person says this they mean it they're actually following following through when they're doing it they promised they were going to do this with the money they're doing it they promised that they would keep us informed they're doing like you know it's things like that and you're taking all that into account you're not jumping into it because you just see a possibility and you know that okay i could do this but you're not expecting how big it's going to get or how long it's going to take but you're ready for it when and if it happens so that's that's always a great thing and i don't ever think there's ever an issue of you talking or anybody talking too much about their kids i have kids myself i have two of them so trust me i'm always bringing them up on the podcast and everything also as well and i do that because like i said th this is going to be what their this is their day-to-day -day. you know for us me growing up it was weird to hear someone had a cell phone or that someone was in the bathroom on their phone like you know what i'm saying like i'm pretty sure everybody does that they'll be sitting on the toilet and they have the where now it's like every now it's weird for someone not to have a phone you know what I mean? There's people who are homeless who don't have, like, money or don't have... They have phones, and everyone has free wide Like, so, it's one of those things that when you look at it that way, and you look at technology, you know that this whole thing is going to be a big part of our children's lives, and it's something that it's better for them to understand now, so that, one, they're not taken advantage of, two, that they don't... It's it's like you said, like, getting rugged, it's, so they don't get rugged. Maybe it's it's going to be something different. It won't even be a project. It'll be like a school subscription or something that's going to be in a form of an NFT. And then once you get it, you get an NFT that's your diploma or something. And little do you know, it's it's a whole scam. Like, it's things like that, that sharing it with our kids and, and us learning it. So when it comes time that they're old enough to experience it, we can actually give them some guidance and they don't get it from someone random. It'll mean a lot more. And that's important. So I, I think that's a good thing as well. 
Um, so we've been on here for almost an, uh, an hour now, right? So before we get out of here, yeah, I know. I didn't expect that neither. I just noticed it right now. Um, before we get out of here, could you, what, what do you want to share with us about you, your project or to anyone else out there that could be starting something from scratch, um, as far as creating a project or anyone else who could be going through hard times like you've been through yourself, what are some words that you would like to share with our listeners, our supporters, and anybody who's tuning in? You know what? I go with the quote, be yourself and never give up. Um, when you're in a space of Web3 and you're starting a project, it's good for you to be yourself. Seek help. Do your own research. Make sure you got things done before. When you're going through a hard time, don't give up. Because when you give up, you're giving up not just on yourself, but everything around you. And rough times happen all the time. Trust me, I've been without food for weeks and everything. And I'm here now because I didn't give up. And also ask for help when you need it. Don't be ashamed. Sometimes we go through that. And you know what? It's okay to seek help. It's okay to accept help. And always focus on your mental health. That is the number one thing that I will say. We as humans don't touch that subject because we're crazy. But it's okay. We have to just focus on our mental health, not give up and go through with everything that we put our minds to because life is short and we just got to live it and don't go crazy. I'm not saying going crazy to doing crazy stuff, but like set goals for yourself. Maybe those are the right words. And thank you for the space. Thank you for asking me to be here. I appreciate it. No, thank you so much for one, saying very inspirational things and, and being Dude, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even I, I didn't notice anything as far as if you you were uncomfortable or anxious or anything. I just want to say that, that it was a pleasure speaking with you. You sound like a very very smart woman. You know what you're doing. You know what you want. You have a plan. You're going for it. You're being very courageous. You're being very strong. Especially you know my my mother comes from a background of of such as yourself of having a hard time and everything like that. And you know I. I can only imagine you know I wasn't there I was still a little kid you know before things started changing but I can only imagine what it's like you know as a woman going through things or a family and and it's not easy so um one it's like you said you know it, it's not easy to ask for help and we don't do it because we're just dumb it's a thing that you know we have a pride thing or you know just scared embarrassed whatever it is but it's a thing that we need to get over because it's something that when we realize that we can just help each other and things can change for the better that's that's when things really start improving not only just you know for ourselves but you know as a community as a society as as you know humanity period on earth just it would make a big difference it would change a lot of things um but no i, I just thank you for giving your time and sharing you know i really love what you're doing um please be sure to share me that information of what your daughter's working out as well as your husband's work i would love to see if i can have them on as well to share that with everybody um a big shout out to everyone who tuned in and who's listening who popped in and out of the space live as well as if you're listening to this um you can listen to this pre-recording here on twitter spaces as well as your choice of your favorite audio streaming platform if you would like to know more about the bubble squad and what they're working on you can check out all the links and the information in the 
description of where you're listening to this as well as the links that I've uh, tweeted up at the top of this space be sure to give her a follow um, as well as her personal account Bubble Queen thank you so much for coming by and for giving your time everybody who tuned in oh as well um, we are giving out a, a, a POAP um, just in case for those who left and who are listening to this later it's all cool we took a screenshot we saw who came in and everything we took note of it we are going to be sending you guys a link for a poll app that's going to be commemorating today's space as well as our guest speaker and uh yeah thank you guys i love y'all stay safe thank you bubble queen for coming through and sharing i really appreciate your time i hope you have an amazing day um and thank you guys i'll check you guys on the next one next week on wednesday stay safe i love y'all bye